you're listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a show by photographers for photographers, a show dedicated to photography and business. Today's show is made possible by Camera Canada. Shop online for your equipment at cameracanada.com. And here's Petro and Sophia. Welcome back. This is episode nine of Double Exposure Show. By far the best show out there for photography, the best podcast out there for photography, and I think this is going to be the best show to date. Like the best episode. So far. The best episode. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Why am I screwing up intros We're having <laughs> some issues getting this episode going, but it's going now. We're recording. We're recording. And we're not going back okay. on this one. Time to get serious. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sophia and I just spent about two minutes giggling back and yeah. forth. <laughs> So, hope that puts you in a good mood. My um, giggles put everyone in a good mood. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can honestly say we weren't very efficient at using our time just now. No. Ha ha, <laughs> hilarious segue. I love it. <laughs> yeah, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about efficiency and workflow. But before we get to that super thrilling topic, what's up, Pedro? Yeah, you know what? Uh, do we tell our listeners that we record a little bit ahead of time or not? I think I mean, it's know. a little late now. <laughs> you right. kind of just spilled so. the beans. Yeah. Uh, if you look in the background, you will, you, you said, Hey, I see stockings. Yeah. <laughs> and then and a Christmas you also tree. see a Christmas tree, <laughs> which I have to admit has been up for a week. <laughs> hey, who in you your household is obsessed with Christmas? Uh, who do you think? Okay. My dog. Tank. Tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, pretty much Halloween decorations go down, Christmas decorations go up. We're like a retail store here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, Halloween's not even over and they're already setting up for Valentine's Day. And you're like, what happened to Christmas? <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty much what happened. Halloween decorations went down. Hannah and I put the Christmas up. We love having the tree set up, it's a lot of fun. One of the things we were afraid of is that our little eight month old boy, tank <laughs> um our big ass german shepherd is going to steal the little ornaments off the tree i can't tell you enough how intelligent this little guy is he just leaves it alone <laughs> he boops it with his nose watches it swing back and forth and walks boop? away that's in the i say boop i say boop oh. when when i boop my cat's noses not my dogs <laughs> people seem to think it's weird i don't i think it's perfectly normal i think it's totally cool <laughs> And my kitty cat, Tokyo, is about six feet away from me. She's, she, too, is like a dog. She has to go everywhere. They, they don't get along, but during the night and during the time we record, they have an awesome truce, and they leave each other alone. So nice. even though I'm surrounded by my little animals, uh, you guys wouldn't even know. Well, you might uh, know at some point. At some point. But whatever. Yeah. It's Especially, fine. I'm fine with it. I'm not yeah. going to complain about barking or anything. <laughs> No, nor, nor should you. No. So, so if you happen to catch uh, some video of, of our uh, of our Skype sessions while we record, you'll see some stuff in the background. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like my tree right there. I like how the lights so, are on too. <laughs> oh, the lights are on twenty four hours a day. In the middle of the day. <laughs> oh my goodness. Twenty four hours a day. I, you know what? It's it's all part of the aesthetics. It's all part of the the joy, and uh, I I think I like it. I think when Hannah walks in the house, she sees it, it puts a smile on her face, and yeah. uh, it um, uh, excuses me from uh, having to clean up sometimes. <laughs> She's like, I'm happy. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What? We're actually working on a really cool project right now. Um, it's going to involve a lot of man hours, and uh, I'll share I'll share it in the near future. Um, don't want to get into it too much, but it's been, but the planning has been taking up a lot of my time and, um, yeah. Um, I also, thanks to Canon and the Canon CPS folks, they sent me a Canon 5D Mark IV Mm -hmm. and the 11 to 24 millimeter lens to play with. Um, I'm going to tell everybody out there, if you're looking to buy a new Canon body, buy the Mark IV, you won't regret it. It's just incredible. Uh, it's amazing. And I've been photographing my uh, real estate clients' jobs with a 14 millimeter rectilinear lens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with it for now. 
but uh, the 11 to 24 millimeter f4.0 lens is definitely on my wish list. Mm -hmm. So if Santa Claus is listening, um, which I'm sure he is because this is one of the best podcasts out there, yeah. especially for photography, mm -hmm. it's definitely something that uh, I think will help me in my business. Yeah. Um, and I'm not the kind of person to, to be a gearhead. I actually kind of dislike a lot of the equipment, especially if I don't use it. So definitely have to say that you guys nailed it. This is, uh, this is what I want. So, um, and that's, uh, that's pretty much what's new on this end. That's exciting. How about you, Sophia? It is exciting. Sorry, I'm not very excited. Um, yeah, I realize this episode's going to be airing closer to Christmas, and I'm sort of wearing a festive shirt. I don't know. It's green. Yeah. I have red hair, green and red, Christmas. Um, anyway, uh, if you are if you, you are catching um, our recording of our, our, of our Skype call, um, next to my very shiny face, um, look at, look at. I have, um, I've been, I picked up these super cool, like vintage factory frames from an old factory yeah. in Chesley, Ontario. Um, I picked up about 16 yeah. of them. One of my friends stole one of them, but <laughs> I'm <laughs> down to 15. Um, but I have these frames that I am like refurbishing as, um, picture frames for my clients. So I just mm -hmm. finished up my first sample just, well, just a week ago, finished up my first sample, mm -hmm. um, which people will be able to see at trade shows and stuff. Um, super cool. I think it looks incredible. Yeah, I love it. And I also like the the limited edition aspect of mm -hmm. it, that you only have 15. Yeah. So Well, I mean, I'll, I think... I'll do more projects like this, but there's only going mm -hmm. to be 15 of this frame. And you know what I did is yeah. I went down to the barn and I found an old window out of my barn and I, I took it as well. So I'm going to do the same thing with it. And then I picked up That's some awesome. at like, um, like a Mennonite vintage, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like junk shop thing. They're surprisingly it, inexpensive. Too. I know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what people, act, why people actually sell them, like what people use them for, but you know, I got a bunch for that of them, purpose. So. Yeah. Um, um so you, well, you've been to weddings where you've seen, uh, those windows repurposed for seating charts. Yep. Um, and uh, uh, actually, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, uh, he, the, the red button Eric, because mm -hmm. <laughs> we know so many Eric's and and Jim's. Um, I've seen him do it with a full size door, and it looked really cool, yeah. like a French door. Yeah, it looked really really cool. Yeah, and uh, want to high five him on that. Yep. So I, I love it. I think that project is incredible. And I can't, I can't tell you enough how, how cool I think it is. I think part of the, the 50% of the coolness factor is the, the limited edition aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. So, and they're super kudos. custom. So uh, I can paint them um, with milk paint. Um, I can, I don't know, sand them down to the wood. I, I left this one pretty much the way it is. So it has like old mold on it and everything. It's, it's like, Nice. Really cool. It was a pain in the butt to prepare, though, taking off the of old caulking, which was pretty much cemented on. Like it was, it was pretty difficult. Um, but yeah. I got it done, and it looks pretty good, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah. And I like the treatment of the photographs inside yeah. there. You want to share what you did, right? So I did some torn ed edge prints. So I had to get custom sized prints, and then I tore the edges off. And you were asking me before we recorded this episode how I did that. Um, Here's a little secret to tearing the edges off of your photos. Mm -hmm. um, if you lay the photo face down, the torn edge will be on the wrong side of the photo. You have to lay it yeah. face up. So what I did was lay it face up and I used a metal ruler. And basically the farther away your hand is from the photo, the more of a torn edge effect you'll get. The closer mm. your hand is to the photo. Um, Are you talking the about tighter. the ruler? Um, well... <laughs> Like if you pull up, like you'll get a different effect depending on which direction yeah. you pull in. Yeah. So you can, um, you can get like a lot of white between the edge mm -hmm. of the paper and the edge of the print and, or you could get like very little. And you know what works even better I found from my testing is I used a piece of mat board mm -hmm. instead of a ruler. Oh, okay. Uh, because the mat, a mat board has a softer edge. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can even probably, you could try it with foam core, 
Um, you can try it with, with a piece of wood if, if you want. Yeah. Who cares? You know, try it with anything. But uh, yeah, it, we actually did this uh, in class recently. Yeah. Um, and it's very neat. Um, I do a lot of these uh, real world things in class. And it's mm -hmm. actually cool to see a real world application. Yeah. Because I haven't really done a torn edge for anybody mm -hmm. else except for myself or here and there. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's awesome. Now, what what's what sort of backing uh, do you have for the for the photos? Um, I think it's foam core uh, is what yeah, they cool. used. Yeah, yeah. So nice. I actually took it. It looks great. Yeah. Well, I I so I busted the glass out of this thing, and um, finished it all up. So it has like um, gallery glass in it. Um, and mm. I took it to the people that are doing all of my framing now, and they actually matted the pictures and put them in the frame, which is <laughs> super convenient for me. Um, Looks cool. Yeah. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah. And then on the yeah. other side is a um, wedding canvas that you just did for me. And we already talked about these in an episode recently, but I'm, yeah. I'm liking them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm loving. Well, you know what? Uh, people who do their canvases with me continue telling me that they really like it and their clients like it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to really change the formula. Um, I was uh, in the last episode. I did. I did say that I recently uh, acquired a new printer yeah. for the office to to do uh, smaller anything that's uh, 17 inches wide or smaller. We're we're capable of doing it from from here. So. Projects like your uh, window frame, mm -hmm. uh, we can do that all uh, from our home office. Uh, however, anything larger, especially canvas, we're doing it from uh, from our production facility, which is in our studio in London. And uh, I, I put that idea on hold. I thought, okay, well, I really, I'm really digging the new uh, the new printer. Uh, I'm just gonna gonna stick with it and ride it out for now and just see how it goes because the formula that it just works yeah. and uh, uh, I've even had competitors who uh, they're using exactly the same media they're using exactly the same uh, hardware printer they're just not getting the same result yeah. so either I'm really lucky in the fact that uh, I learned how to print properly or my machine's just better I don't know clearly <laughs> we'll you're a genius that, I don't want to say that. <laughs> my head's gonna get a really big and swollen, and but um, but on that note, well, before uh, before we jump into our topic, mm -hmm. I have some more reviews. Oh, I know. I would love to hear another surprise. Like we have a surprise every episode recently. I love it because <laughs> I had, I had no idea about this. Surprise. Yeah, I know. So I have a a review here from Photo Underscore Mania. That is a serious Ooh. name. Ooh, really? Ooh. Um, so it says, enlightening. Your podcasts are so enlightening and inspirational. I learn a lot through your experiences. And every time one episode's, when episode finishes, I immediately look forward to the next one. Can't wait to see awesome. what you have in store for your next podcast. Keep them oh, coming. Uh, you know, we're just, awesome. we're awesome. <laughs> okay, so the next <laughs> Thank one. Thank you, Photomania. Yeah. So the next one is October Moon 2012. Hmm. Says, learning lots. Petra was my teacher at Lambton College who taught me a lot. Now, Sophia as well continues to teach me even after graduation. Very grateful for this rad podcast. Keep up the good work. Now I have... I guess Petra stopped. I have one thing to say. <laughs> Yes. October Moon 2012 spelt my name incorrectly. So this is the one time that you guys get to spell my name with an F. <laughs> it is S-O-P-H-I-A. <laughs> and, and when you go to leave us a review at doubleexposure.show slash iTunes, it's right at the top underneath the Double Exposure Show name. So when you're leaving the review, it's right there. All you have to do is look. It's, it's S-O-P-H-I-A. Yeah, I'm I surprised that, that I'm would... the one whose name was spelt incorrectly and it wasn't yours. Right. <laughs> well, I think I had two years of drilling it into their head. Mm. Or at least one for the for the, in this particular case. <laughs> Do you know who this person is? I don't. I don't. I'm gonna have to look it up. Well, at least I had good things to say. What's the what's the name again? October Moon twenty twelve. October Moon. Hmm. Gave us a five star review. So obviously probably was a good student because they know what they're doing. Right? Yeah. Well, when I find out who it is, I'm going to high five them. Nice. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just for getting your name wrong. The, You're going to high when, five when them again? Some, 
Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to, when we get some swag and we're getting ready to send it out, I, I think we should send the first one to October. Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can do something with the swag with my name spelt incorrectly and then crossed out awesome. and spelt properly. <laughs> Let's do that. I think that's awesome. I feel like people just think that Sophia can be spelt like one way or the other because the number of times that I get it spelt this way while they are looking at my name written out in front of them is uh, shocking. I think it has a lot to do with uh, who you know that's named Sophia because uh, in the celebrity world, there's a lot more Sophias with an F, you know, than there are with a PH. I don't know how accurate that is, Petro. <laughs> well, that I, that I can think of. So I'm not going to get into my uh, knowledge of the celebrity. <laughs> Neither am I. Yeah. Which is pretty, pretty much pretty non-existent. Although I did no, hear, I, I did hear that um, Angelina Jolie got sole custody of the seven kids. Just seven, really? Is it seven? I don't know. I don't know. But got sole custody of all the kids. <sighs> really? That's a lot of kids. Um, that's a lot of kids. I know. So this is the topic sure for with... today. I'm sure with Angelina Jolie money, she uh, she can handle it uh, with all, you know, they probably each have two nannies. So, <laughs> that might be The true. topic for today is Angelina Jolie's kids. Yep. <laughs> and Brad Pitt. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what are they thinking? No, we have an actual People. topic. And today's topic, like I said already, is efficiency and workflow. Which... Efficiency, workflow, time management. Yeah. Basically, the, the, an umbrella of sorts on going at it yeah and you are all probably thinking now barf like who wants to talk about that but <laughs> um here's possibly are, are a little no not at all here's a little known fact <laughs> about both petro and myself i think we're both like not technology nerds but maybe app nerds oh yeah definitely yeah so i actually remember mm -hmm. um right when i was starting my business and i was doing invoicing in like numbers yeah. or whatever the app is on the mac and you were like um no you should be using this app <laughs> absolutely and it's a free app and, and uh, i have shown it to like everyone now i don't use it well i do still use it actually for receipts and stuff but um i use it a lot and, and funny enough there are more powerful uh, applications out there but uh, yeah, we don't have, okay, let's get this out of the way. We don't really have a structure. So as far as efficiency goes uh, or workflow goes relating to this episode, it's going to be all over the place, but it's, we're going to cover <laughs> How hilarious the, the important is that? topics. Speaking I know, about and, and it's, workflow it's kind of and efficiency, ironic. we don't have any today, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> In the spirit of not sounding like robots, um, we're not making this up, yeah. but uh, we just wanted to have a nice flow. Yeah. Um, so, so as far as uh, invoicing goes um, and uh, kind of bookkeeping of sorts, yeah. this free app, well, let's just share what it is. Okay. It's called Wave Apps. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's web-based mm -hmm. and there is a, there's an app for your iPhone. I don't know about... There's uh, actually a couple the, apps for the iPhone which I discovered. Yes. <clears throat> so yeah, one of them is called receipts. Yeah. So Wave Apps does receipts and invoicing. And invoicing. Yeah. yeah. For business, they are separate apps. Yeah. But for for business, for business and for personal. So on Wave Apps, you can create multiple businesses, and you can have a personal account, and you'll get different information for both of those um, types of accounts. Um, they're, mm -hmm. they're all connected. So you access them through the same login. Um, but yeah, you get a, a receipts app for your phone. So you can literally, literally just take a picture of your receipts. Makes life so much easier. Yeah. So I, I throw receipts into a big giant envelope. Um, I don't, I don't ever look back at them, even at tax time. I go back to the app and export all my, all my information. So this includes, uh, gas receipts, food receipts. Um, this includes, um, rent receipts, this includes, and the cool thing is too, if you don't actually have a physical receipt, but you spent something, you can still manually enter it. Yeah. And so you can keep track of all your expenses and all your gear purchases and all your services. One of my biggest things, um, that really ate up a lot of time and wasn't very efficient was come tax time. I had to sit down and find all my invoices and try to think back, what else did I buy from camera Canada? I know I bought equipment. Oh yeah, I bought a bunch of canvases. And up until 
about 2014, I was still bugging them. I'm like, hey, guys, can you email me all the invoices? Because I just want to make sure I have it, which was great. They would, you know, and I'd get like 40 to 60 PDF files um, because pretty much I make a purchase like once a week, it feels like. And um, I would go through them. I'd print them all out, go through them. And yeah, this is a duplicate. Now, anytime I make a purchase, I just take a picture of the receipt, categorize it, and when I get home, I put it in an envelope. So if in case down the road, I do need to go back to it, or if I have to make a return, there it is. Um, the invoicing app, this is, believe it or not, Sophia, the number one question I get asked by students who are exiting the program or by students that have left the program and are now in business for themselves is how do you send out invoices? That is the number one question. And the fact of the matter is that this Wave Apps application will allow you to send out an invoice, but it also lets you keep track of the invoices that have been paid or not paid. I still meet people I went to school with, you know, back 15 years ago at, uh, at Fancher College and colleagues who to this day are using Microsoft Word no. or Excel. Bad for idea. And, oh my goodness. Like that is far from efficient. That is far from, uh, that, that would drive me crazy because when you, when you get paid, I mean, what do you do? Do you just, maybe they have two piles, one, you know, receipts, invoices to be paid. And the reality is that this web-based web app, it's essentially cloud-based, right? It's, it's the information's in the cloud, which I just learned is not a real cloud. What? <laughs> no kidding. But it looks like a cloud. The picture is always a cloud. Mm -hmm. Actually, <laughs> off topic for a second. Okay. When we Skype each other in my toolbar menu, the Skype logo <laughs> looks like a lemon. Yes. And that is so adorable. I love it. It's the wrong uh, color. It, it should makes, be yellow. It makes me think that it, this application is only suitable for me talking to you. Yes, as it should be. And I, and, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or so, anytime you're talking um, to someone else, you're like, oh, Sophia. <laughs> and uh, it's an I know, S. I know. Not only is it 11, but it's an S on 11. It's an S. I know. <laughs> I that's do. what I'm talking I'm about. I'm so excited. Sorry. It's, it's too funny. I got really loud there. It's the Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to the, the Wave Apps thing. Um, it lets you manage clients. It lets you add new clients. It lets you manage your inventory, so to speak. There's just, uh, there's a lot of power to it. We can make an entire episode about it, but really what you need to do is you need to discover it for yourself. Waveapps.com. Now, I, I will say, um, so the industry standard would probably be QuickBooks, and it has been for a number of years. Um, here is what I have noticed between the two, because I did, did try QuickBooks very briefly at the beginning mm -hmm. of this year. Um, and for one thing, you have to pay for QuickBooks. And for another mm -hmm. thing, the user interface is far more complicated and not as enjoyable. Um, Wave apps is super easy to use um, and you can put in all the information that you want. You know what I noticed about QuickBooks is, especially as a photographer who might be buying equipment or supplies from out of the country, Wave apps lets you put in diff a different currency for an invoice. Yes. QuickBooks does not. So if you set your currency as Canadian dollars or US dollars or whatever, um, you can no longer put in invoices in a different currency. You will have to go in and manually enter um, what that um, invoice was with the currency exchange, which is a colossal pain in the butt. Um, and then you can't sync or, sorry, um, merge transactions from your bank account um, to receipts if they're showing in in different dollar amounts so that's kind of a pain yeah. in the butt but and what i like mm -hmm. is um you can also accept credit cards yes. uh, through wave apps and i have a i have a better solution for credit card processing but um i would have to integrate it into this yeah. or send a link yeah and quite honestly um you can also turn it on or off so mm -hmm. you can send out invoices to people so if I, if I know I'm sending it out to a company that's going to take two to three weeks to pay it and they're just going to send me a check, I turn that option off. Um, or I'll give them the option to call me and uh, process the credit card over the phone. You know what? And it's nice. Because if it's a large... 
Well, it, it's nice when, when you have a small order, for example, and you really mm-hmm. don't want to take like a 3% hit off of like mm-hmm. a $50 order or something, you can turn it off. But, yeah. And, and currently I, I have to admit, I've, if any of my clients are listening, this is the, this is the sad reality. You have to, you have to deal with it. But, uh, my prices are inflated by 5% in yeah. order to cover for credit card processing yep. fees. It's just, just the way it is. And if you don't happen to pay for, for it with a credit card, well, guess what? Another person will, and it all so, works out in the So wash. here, here's the, the thing, um, that probably these new photographers should know. So if student photographers should be listening, um, you cannot increase your invoice price for uh, credit card processing fees, but you could give someone a discount for paying cash or whatever. That's right. So um, you have, you might as well build it into the price yeah. and offer it an incentive to receive cash yeah. or check or whatever. So you're, you're building that, true. you're building that into all of your prices. And then if someone's paying by cash or whatever, then you are decreasing the amount of their order. You're not adding a credit card processing fee. You're not allowed yeah. to do that. <laughs> well, and, and of course, and people still do, right? Um, yeah. and what I, what I call it is I, I say, give people an incentive rather than saying, give them a discount, give them an incentive. Yes, it's a discount, but give them an incentive to pay in cash. Yeah. And that way, at the end of the day, they're happy. You're happy. Everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying cash, I'm not saying under the table, don't invoice them. I'm just saying, give them an incentive to pay in cash for your invoice. Yeah. We don't do any cash jobs. Uh, for that reason, I mean, first of all, it's just very difficult to to manage, and it just screws up with my efficiency. Do you mean and like literally taking an envelope of cash or doing a cash job, as in you don't charge them tax? As in we don't charge them yeah, tax. Yeah, no, we don't, that we don't is do that. frustrating as heck. It is frustrating, and um, unfortunately, I, I just run my business that way. So if you if you do it. Uh, if you, if you have a different business model, I'm not telling you you're wrong or don't do it. Uh, I don't know who you are. I'm not <laughs> going to report you. It's not, not something that I'm after. I'm just saying that the way my business is set up, the business model for maximum efficiency and client management, uh, we just don't do any cash jobs. Yeah. So if you, if you don't want to pay tax, then I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I will give you an incentive to hire us. Sometimes I will do a little bit extra to offset the additional costs of mm-hmm. taxes. But um, that it's and it's difficult because when you're charging three and a half, four thousand dollars for a wedding, that's a lot of taxes, it is. right? So well, so that's why yeah. I usually give my prices inclusive of tax, um, and I will say mm-hmm. that so they're not thinking, does this include tax? Is it going to be a whole extra few hundred dollars on top of my package? I'll say so. Your package, including tax. Um, is this much? I think right. people get a little bit more excited about that. But I, I want to move on to the next tool. So like I said, I still use Wave. I still use Wave for my receipts because I have not found an app that is more convenient than Wave for receipts. But when mm-hmm. I tried QuickBooks for invoicing and everything, um, and I didn't like it very much, and I was actually listening to another photography podcast and heard Tave mentioned. So that is T-A-V-E. Yes. With an exante goo, I think. <laughs> <laughs> an exante something uh, on the A, right? Yeah. So no, on the E, I think. Maybe on it's the e? on the A. Okay. Oh my goodness. S- sorry, Tave. If, 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 we're if you it up. Google T A V E, you will find it. You're welcome, Tave. Okay. <laughs> I, I am going to look it up right now. Thank you. Um, yeah, dear, dear Tave, we would love for you to sponsor. Yeah, our we do like them a lot. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, I heard about so, Tave. Sophia, do you use Tave? I do. So, and I pay for Tave, just so you all know. This is how much I like it. So, Tave is a CRM, um, it's, a, it's a studio management tool. So, it's actually designed for um, photographers and artists. Um, videographers could use it. It's full of all sorts of presets. So, when I set up my account and I could go and create a contact, create a job for that contact, set it as a wedding, and all of a sudden it's populated with like bride, groom, wedding ceremony, wedding reception, and all of that mm-hmm. fun stuff. So it's really cool that way. But basically it's a CRM, which means it's a um, customer management 
sorry, CRM. What does CRM stand? Client, <laughs> Client relationship, relationship management. management tool. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Um, and it handles all of the invoicing um, and and actual scheduling. So yes, it my basically my work calendar is in there. All of my professional contacts are in there. I can. Um, invoice everyone. And then all of my clients get their own portal. So they can log in, they can sign their contracts digitally, they can pay their invoices by credit card, um, Mm -hmm. by email transfer, they get all the instructions for all of that stuff. So after they've done that, they can sign in and get their receipts. They can review their contracts and see any other documents that I have uploaded for them. So it's, it's really cool. It's pretty robust. Again, it's a it's a web-based, uh, cloud-based yeah. sort of solution. Yeah. Uh, unlike uh, Wave Apps, it, it offers a, a much more sturdy or much more robust solution yeah. for a photographer. However, it isn't free. Yes. Um, now, if you're in business, uh, you're hopefully in business to make money, and you've heard by now you got to spend money to make money. Trust me, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, I will. I will add. I was a little reluctant to add this, but in its early stages, if you've heard of Tave, if you've tried it before. In its early inception stages, it was not that great. Yeah. It had some issues. It was a little bit less money too, but uh, when they sort of lost me was when they uh, said that they're coming out with a new version and it was delayed and it was delayed, it was delayed. Yeah. I, I don't recall what happened anymore, but basically... You lost interest. I'm, <laughs> I lost interest. I moved on, but boy, did they ever get yeah. my, peak my interest again. It is awesome. So here's a couple things. Um, there are a couple features that are not available yet. So um, contacts do not sync with Google Apps, for example, which is what I use for my email. Um, so if one of my clients calls me, it doesn't show up on my phone showing their name, which is unfortunate, but there is a workaround. You can download all of your contacts and import them into your Google. So there, there is that option. Um, but it doesn't matter to me. It is that useful enough to me now to not care. Yeah. Um, yeah. But which, in addition, uh, which plan are you on, by the way? I if you don't do mind me not know. Whichever okay. one is one brand, because I only have one brand, or is two yeah. brands or something, because yeah, I only the have solo. the one. Yeah. And there's more mm. than enough of everything that I need um, just to do the solo one. Um, mm-hmm. the other thing is I was using a CRM before. So here is another option for people who maybe don't want to spend money. I used Capsule CRM. It is customizable, um, pretty good for managing your um, sales pipeline and your clients. Um, It is free for up to 250 contacts, I believe. So I had surpassed the 250 contacts Mm. and I was paying for it. And at the same time, I was paying for QuickBooks. So, I mean, yes, I'm paying for Tave, but I was basically paying the same amount for two different tools. Right. This one puts both of them in the same place and still offers more options that, you know, make my life a lot easier to live. <laughs> it's a great solution. And I think the best part about it is that you get uh, 30 days to, to try it for free. Yeah. Absolutely. So free. there's some customization and stuff that you have to do. But at this point, like I have imported my contracts into there. People can digitally sign. I send them a link, they click on it, they accept their quote, yeah. they um, digitally sign their contract and they pay their retainer. And the coolest thing is you can set like your own payment schedules. So I've gone in and set different kinds of payment schedules for weddings, for example. And all I have to do when I'm creating a quote for someone is click this little box and pick. So it's going to be a wedding contract. All of the information is populated already. I click, um, the payment schedule. I pick the payment schedule that I want it to go with. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. put in all of the, um, the products and everything. Um, and it's, it's super simple and it sends them a link and I have, uh, my own custom domain. So it's branded and it's just really, it's, it makes my life easier and I'm sure it makes my clients' lives easier because they don't have to go searching. Well, for all and this that's, stuff. I think one of my favorite words to use around the word workflow is efficiency. Mm-hmm. If you have an efficient workflow, if you have tools that make your life easier, you will enjoy what you do a lot more. Oh my goodness. Right? Yes. Yeah. Just, you know, just to give you an idea, when we put together this podcast, Sophia actually created a template that has the intro, the outro. So all we do is we drop our audio files and it's ready to go. Yeah. So we've, we've actually simplified the editing process, which makes the workflow more efficient, which 
means that we can enjoy working on this podcast. We can enjoy talking to you about uh, things that make make us happy, make our life better in the photography uh, industry and not have to worry about the mundane tasks of editing the podcast, you know, because I have to admit, you know, our, our last episode was uh, getting over the hump. Maybe it's because we kind of figured out an efficient workflow <laughs> yeah. and it's not a, it's not a tedious task. Yeah. So uh, Tave is an ex- extremely uh, well put together uh, piece of yeah. uh, piece. It wouldn't really be a piece. App. Let's yeah. call it an app. Have you, <laughs> used, app. have you used any other software? Because I do know other photographers who have used other software, but to be honest with you, I haven't looked into them too closely. And so I don't really feel comfortable recommending anything else. Like my recommendations literally today will be wave and Tave. Mm-hmm. For uh, client yes, I have used stuff. stuff in the past. Um, there is, there is one, um, called, uh, shoot Q mm-hmm. and I heard of a lot of people using shoot Q. I don't actually know if they're if they're still in business or not, mm-hmm. I, I believe they would be. Um, uh, they're, if you go to the ShootQ website, it says powered by Simply Color Lab. And I think Simply Color Lab purchased ShootQ because it, it exploded uh, not too long ago, like, well, maybe six, seven, eight years ago. It just exploded. Everybody was signing up for ShootQ. And uh, I believe that uh, Simply Color Lab purchased them just to have all these photography people utilize the simply color lab and i think that's the only advantage that shoot q will offer is that that there you you can integrate again i don't use it so i don't recall what exactly it has but i believe you can integrate it into the simply color lab Mm -hmm. and if you are a subscriber to shoot q you actually get a discount for the lab so now go ahead from my experience um and for the same price, you're actually getting a lot more from Tave, in my opinion. Um, but I mean, but you, is, is even, shoot, even just aesthetically. Sorry, what's the color lab? Is that like shoot proof? A simply color lab. Uh, it's not like shoot proof. Okay. It's, uh, you know, the labs that if you use shoot proof, you can, you can okay. choose certain All labs. Right. That's They're like one of those labs. So, yeah. well, shoot proof can be integrated with Tave. So that is one thing that I should note. So if you're using client galleries online and you're using shoot proof or you don't know what yeah. to use um, and you want to use Tave, then you can use shoot proof and it'll integrate directly with it. It's not something that I do. I do um, in-person proofing. So um, mm-hmm. I don't really utilize and, the galleries very effectively. <clears throat> so... And we do both. We actually, our, our delivery is done. So we, we will proof, uh, we will do a lot of client proofing in person. However, our delivery, our final product delivery, if we're doing digital files, especially, uh, we're still releasing them through shoot proof. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's another reason why I would recommend uh, going with Tave. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are using shoot proof, uh, sorry, if you are using um, uh, shoot queue, and it's working for you and you like it, yeah. don't switch. No. Keep it up. <laughs> right? You found a solution that's working for yeah. you. And back in the day, ShootQ was sort of the go-to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people preferred it over Tave. And uh, so at the end of the day, it's Canon versus Nikon. Okay. Yeah. No, one is not better than the other. Yeah. Although I know which one I prefer. Um, it's the Coke, Pepsi debate, yeah. et cetera, It's et cetera. just a matter of making sure you're being as efficient as possible. And I guess what we're getting Mm -hmm. at for most of this episode is um, you should not be doing your invoices in Microsoft Word or probably any um, native software on your computer. Um, And yeah, like just make things. Can you do an invoice? Yes. Can you do an invoice in numbers or Excel for for PC friends? Yes. Uh, Can you make it look great? Absolutely. I know people who make invoices in Photoshop, actually. No oh boy. Yes. And, um, I mean, it, it, if it's working for you, that's fine. But this can make your life better. Yeah. It will make your workflow more efficient. It will, it will make your business workflow more efficient. It just gives you more time <clears throat> to work on the more important stuff, period. Or yourself, really, yeah. right? Like, I, I got to admit, um, the the older I get, the less I want to work. And <laughs> I'm, I'm only 36, so, and I say only because I feel like 
I, I can't even call myself old. I mean, I, don't, I haven't earned that right. I haven't worked hard enough. When when my age begins with a five, uh, I think that's that's when I can start complaining about being tired. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'm married. I have a wife. I have animals. You know, in the future, we'll, I'm sure we'll have children. And I want to have time for that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, even just uh, when Hannah has a day off, I want to be able to spend that day with her and not work on clients projects invoicing and stuff yeah Yeah. invoicing um you're going to spend time on these things but it should not be the majority of what you're doing so we said briefly in the last episode i think petro said you know um, running a photography business is like 80 percent marketing and then 20 Mm percent taking photos so i'm gonna say that i mean ideally maybe it's like 70 percent marketing and 10 percent is uh invoicing and stuff you shouldn't be spending a yeah. whole lot of time doing invoicing. If you are spending, mo- right. if you feel like you're spending most of your time doing invoicing, um, definitely look into something like Tave or Wave will still save you so much time. You know, you know why I still use Wave for the simple fact that I've been using it for a couple mm-hmm. of years now. Before that, I actually had an app on my iPad. So for a really long time, the iPad was an integrated part of my business. Yeah. And I believe the app was called Invoices. I don't okay. recall. It was it was thirty dollars US. I think we it were. Great. I think we were having breakfast at Johnny's, and you were showing me yes. um, this app. <laughs> yep. That, and then you were like, "But look at this! It's called Wave Apps. It looks interesting. I think I might try it." <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that's that exactly what I. That that's exactly how it went down, um, and and so for the last four years or so, uh, we've just we've just gotten so heavy in it, so so well integrated that we mm-hmm. haven't really switched. Now I'll be honest with you. If Tave offers a little bit more efficient way of doing things for me, if it offers an incentive or a benefit, that's the first thing I'm going to do is switch. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'm going to say um, about Wave, so it is a free app. If you are scared of charging um, credit cards, if you are using Stripe, which is what Wave uses um, for credit card transactions, you are not being charged like a setup fee or anything like that. You're charged mm-hmm. a percentage on orders. So there isn't yeah. any initial investment that you have to worry about. Um, we did a breakdown, uh, cost breakdown in class yesterday, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Of at what point does it make sense not to pay such a high fee for processing, like around and actually go with a merchant account that has a monthly commitment that has a setup charge, which for the majority of part, um, you can actually get that setup charge waived, but you have to rent a terminal, et cetera, et cetera. And then you, you enjoy like on average one and a half to 2%. And, uh, you'd have to be invoicing, uh, 3000 plus dollars. Yeah. To make it beneficial. Well, you know what? So there if, there are reasons why coffee shops say that they don't want to do, you know, debit card or credit card sales yeah. on less than five dollars. Um, it's it's not necessarily gonna help you. Like yeah, if, and especially if you're offering people an incentive, you know, we're gonna take five percent off for um if you pay by email transfer, if you pay by check, if you pay by cash, um, then you're gonna bypass that um that credit card fee anyway but people really like paying by credit card if they can go on and view their invoice and then they can pay by credit card immediately you know what you're getting paid a lot faster than you probably would otherwise you have the money so (laughs) and build it into your your price i mean it's it's cost of doing business just like you have to pay for a studio or office rental or your equipment that's that's a cost so build it into your price Mm -hmm. and um on that note if you I'm not talking about total sales. If you're doing $10,000 of total sales a month, but you're only credit invoicing, you're, you're only credit card, charging credit card. Why am I not able to speak? Speaking um, is difficult. <laughs> um, your credit card sales are only, let's say, $2,000 that month. You're probably not going to benefit from uh, getting uh, a processing solution from like Moneris or... Uh, Vonage, not Vonage. Why did I say Vonage? It's a V. v uh, We're going to get wow. a cease and desist letter from Vonage. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well, <clears throat> forget them. 
Um, yeah, Moneris is really the only very, one that I know. Very, very signed or something. Oh, Jeez, okay. I can't really think. It's it's yeah. a V company. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, so you're probably better off just uh, integrating with uh, Stripe and with Wave Apps. Uh, now you can you can run out there and buy a Square a reader mm-hmm. and use the Square app. They charge the same amount, but that that can't be integrated with Wave. Well, and I tell I will tell you, Stripe is like the standard. So any apps that you're going to be using online. So I used Stripe with Wave, and I am using Stripe with Tave. And what little um, gallery sales that I do online, I am also using Stripe with that. You know, the other so, option is that you can do PayPal. You can accept credit cards through PayPal. Um, you can accept credit cards and, through PayPal. PayPal I, actually had a similar device uh, to Square. Uh, they called it PayPal here. And uh, as a matter of fact, I, I have that. I have PayPal here. Uh, we were part of the pilot project uh, for PayPal here. And I don't really know if it's available anymore. I still get to use mine if yeah. I want to. And the really cool thing is I just I actually just received a new debit card from them, but I have a PayPal account debit card. So I'm even I'm actually able to withdraw the money from the account that PayPal puts um, the funds into mm-hmm. with my PayPal debit card. And it's kind of cool. It works. Uh, but I, I will only use it for in-person. Yeah. It, you know, the, the app is kind of neat. For, even, all, for all online sales, yeah. I just go with Stripe. Even so, I'm doing all of my meetings in person um, digitally anyway. So I'm going to send them an mm-hmm. invoice. And Yes. <laughs> you know, it's so easy to send an email money transfer anymore. That <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd say 9 out of 10 my, of my customers, they're just emailing money. Oh, yeah. I'm actually having and, people pick on my invoices to choose an email transfer rather than doing it by credit card. So that's pretty cool. But That is pretty cool. I would almost rather email them the link to their invoice that they can view and then choose which way they want to pay and then do it that that's way. Right. And if they still choose to do it by credit card that way, whatever, I'm getting paid. That's cool. <laughs> you're getting paid and you're, you're that's the bottom line. And you know what? If so, you're getting charged a 3% fee, it is still um, a business expense, so it's going to count That's against right. your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people say, like, okay, so if I charge a client two thousand dollars for uh, a wedding or whatever, uh, you mean to tell me I'm losing close to sixty dollars? And it's like, well, you're not losing it; it's costing you sixty dollars. It's a business expense. You can put it against your income. You can save a little bit on tax. But at the end of the day, build it into the price mm-hmm. and your client is covering your expenses essentially, right? Well, they should Just be, like you should be building it into be. your price. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, so that's, that kind of covers the first thing uh, people ask me. The second thing people ask me is uh, about time management. They're like, how do you stay on top of things you have to do? You know, I, and, and number one thing that somebody always will say, well, make lists. It feels so good to cross things off, blah, 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 blah problem with lists is you you can forget them at home <laughs> okay so uh, i i have a good app for this yes what what is are it? you ready for I think this it, uh, i think uh, let's both write it down and show it to each other okay or or <laughs> do you want to you can just say it <laughs> okay. no no just say it i think All it's right. the same app um so actually yeah my friend ralph from web search social um turned me on to this one and the one that i use is OmniFocus. Mm-hmm. is that not the one that you use because you look disappointed Mm-mm. No, I don't. I, I'm just writing stuff down. So you were <laughs> <Omnifocus>. lying. <laughs> so Tell Omni, me about OmniFocus. So OmniFocus, I, I really like it. Um, you can create projects, um, templates, and it's native to your computer or your smartphone or your iPad or whatever. It will sync across all of them. Um, the good thing is you can create a project and you can just brain dump everything that you need to do in that project. Um, You can set due dates and all of that fun stuff. But there's also an inbox, which I use a surprising amount. If something pops into my head that I have to do, I will go into the inbox. I will add a single task and um, write down an actual, you know, action item that I have to do, like a full sentence of what I have to do, and then Mm -hmm. set the due date for like tomorrow or when I know I'm going to be at my computer. And then it'll pop up on that day. It'll show you a forecast for everything that you have to do. Um coming up soon, like in the next 30 days. Um, And then it also has a review option. Um, So if you haven't looked at these projects for a period of time, in your review tab, it will show you all of these projects, you have to go through and mark them as reviewed to make the 
the notification go away, um, which Mm -hmm. I find really helpful. So I do that once a week just to make sure that I am on top of all of the projects that I have going on. Nothing slips through the cracks that way. Um, Yeah. So earlier you were talking about uh, coffee shops refusing to pay um, or not refusing, but they're, they're saying, you know, we don't want to take a credit card for transactions less than $5. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit that I constantly buy a coffee or that costs a buck 50 or $2 and I pay with a credit card. And you know why I pay with a credit card? Because it's on my Apple watch, my (laughs) Apple watch wallet app. I just boop it and I move forward. And so it's really cool because I don't have to carry my, I, I, the amount of times I actually forget my wallet now as a result mm-hmm. is terrible. I hope I can put my driver's license in my Apple I watch know, one day. I know, they really need to do that. I forgot my, <laughs> so, my license when I went out this morning. Yeah. Whoops. And so the reason why I'm kind of backtracking for yes. a minute is OmniFocus is also available on the watch. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite thing about yeah. it. So really cool. I mean, it, it is really cool. You, you, and if you utilize it you might find that you're not actually using it to a to 100 of its potential but if it helps you to stay on task stay on top of things yeah um, for sure how cool is that now we've also been using another app uh oh, online. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go on um yeah do you want to do you want to talk about that app you, okay so well? because... so i think the app that petra was trying to get at <laughs> originally was a asana um, which we're using for this podcast. And the reason that I talked about OmniFocus is it, because it's really for one person. So that's what I use for my business stuff. Asana is for multiple people. So yes. it's basically the exact same thing. You create projects. You can set due dates for those projects, but you can also assign them to people and interact with each other. Yeah. And and the cool thing about Asana is, is just like Wave apps, you can have a personal list, you can have a business uh, yeah. side of things. And uh, it's great for collaborating. Mm-hmm. So if I'm working with uh, other photographers on a project, especially on a wedding, um, this is where I can send them information about uh, the client, uh, information about um, the photo shoot itself, information about uh, phone numbers and have a checklist and, you know, uh, I could, I could put in, uh, make contact with client and have mm-hmm. a due date. And if, uh, if it's not done by the due date, if uh, the other photographer doesn't check it off, then I kind of, I know about it and I can stay on top of it yeah. and I can do a little bit of micromanaging and kind of go from there. So it's great to put something in front of you and have a checklist, have a digital yeah. checklist and it's also available on your phone. Yeah. So, um, Tave does have that option and mm-hmm. you can get, um, accounts with Tave, um, that have more than one person. So you can, you can yeah, add your coworkers and stuff, but mm-hmm. Asana is free. Asana is free yeah. for up to 15 collaborators, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, t- these are, these are great options and solutions. And what I would recommend is don't just don't go and sign up for everything. Mm-hmm look around and and try stuff and when you like something use it you know don't try to go multi-platform cross-platform just use what you have um so the the tave account that you have is called the solo account it does allow for two users Mm -hmm. under one brand um you can do a boutique one which is kind of cool if you collaborate with other photographers, you can actually have four different brands under the same umbrella, which will allow you to have six users. Now, why I like the boutique uh, is that it also gives you unlimited file storage and everything else is also unlimited. Um, Whereas with the solo, you get five gigabytes of uh, file storage, which for the most part is more than enough for it. Uh, with Tave, you can actually go up to a studio, uh, which actually gives you unlimited brand. And, um, what you have to do is actually pay an additional $5 per user and you have, uh, 10, a 10 user minimum. So a studio is something that, um, will work really well for larger, larger studios. And another really cool thing uh, about Tave is you can actually go to prepay for two years, five years or 10 years. And if you're only trying to manage uh, a small studio um, and go with a solo account, you are saving a lot of money. Now on 
on the monthly basis, the solo is $25 per month. And it's half price if you prepay for 10 years. It's a 50% off. And then it's incremental discounts on a five-year, two-year, and annual plan. Even the annual plan saves you 12%, which is, which is quite, quite a bit of money. Um, when, you, when you really consider uh, the cost of doing business in, you know, in the grand scheme of things. So, um, yeah, the 10-year plan will cost you about uh, $1,500 when, when it's all said and done. But why I might recommend, if you really love Tave, why I might recommend going with a 10-year plan is the fact that if the prices do increase like they tend to, you kind of lock that in. Yeah. So, you know. That's a really good a point. Food for, Did you talk? Food for Did you talk that whole time? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I got pulled away there um, because my roofer just showed up to make sure that you know the roof doesn't fly off in the middle of winter. <laughs> <laughs> the roofer or the woofer? Because I heard a lot uh, of woof woof. The back dog there. was barking at the at the roofer. The woofer was got barking it. at the roofer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad jokes. So if you hear some <laughs> if you hear some noise over here, it's just the roofer coming in. No problem. Chat. Yeah, but <laughs> well, let's put him on. Let's see, see what he uses. Um, um, I have taken photos software. for him, so you know. Okay. <laughs> I'd be. You know what? I'd be curious. Uh, find out if he uses anything to manage his clients. I guarantee you, he's just like. Oh. I'm pretty sure he uses QuickBooks. I know from the invoices okay. that he sent me, they look like they're QuickBooks, they're QuickBooks. invoices. Okay. Um, totally makes sense. Yeah, but I and so there's a really good chance uh, that. You know, somebody in that industry will actually have a bookkeeper, uh, will yes. actually have uh, an accountant. And these are expenses that is sometimes really hard to swallow for, for people really hard to swallow. And the number one thing I think a lot of people have a problem with is letting go. You have to focus on something you're good at. Sophia, you had a problem letting go at the beginning. What are you talking about? Exactly. And <laughs> I have to admit that if one thing I can... I can uh, confess to is that I've never had a problem letting go. I will gladly give you my tasks to work on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> whether it's photo editing, whether it's meeting with a client, whether I, I have no problem <laughs> doing that because at the end of the day, I have complete and total confidence in that you can actually do that. I would hope so. So, right. <laughs> and, uh, and so, as you grow, as you become a lot uh, busier, even though you're using these solutions, if you need to hire a third party to do your bookkeeping, to do your uh, accounting, my advice is to do that because it will give you more time for yourself. It will give you more time for working and it'll give you more time to do something that you're good at and at the end of the day, you have to let people who are good at something handle your your business side of things, right? For example, you're not you're not going on the roof. <laughs> you you got a professional to do it for a, for a good reason. No, I'm pretty sure I would fall off the roof. <laughs> that too. I would fall right? off the roof, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm curious. Go ahead and ask him what, what, if if he's using QuickBooks. Do or, you if he... do you use QuickBooks for invoicing and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, QuickBooks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's yeah. probably all that we have for today. I think there's mm -hmm. going to be inefficiency and workflow and time management continued yeah. episode. Yeah, I just wanted to give you a little preview, get your feet wet and uh, get you started on this. Because at the end of the day, we can only expand on this if you give us feedback on your experience with these apps, on your experience in your business and things you've done, things that work. If you have something to add to this, please reach out to us. This would be a great time to record a small um, a voice clip that we can integrate into following episodes. Um, this has been uh, focused on the business workflow of, of your uh, brand. And in the future, we may get into a little bit um, how to improve efficiency on your digital workflow and mm -hmm. maybe give some tips and tricks. Not really how to, but just, just kind of how to stay on top of things. Um, having said that, if you have any uh, 
negative experiences that you've experienced with some of these apps, we also want to hear that perhaps we can address it and uh, clear it up and make you, you know, give it another another chance at it. Yeah. Um, so, and for yeah. everyone who is going and signing up for these services as well, if you have any questions about them, post them on the Facebook group and we will mm -hmm. try to help you out as much as possible. We're obviously yeah, experts. Sophia, I'd, so. like you, I'd love for you to share the link to Tave on uh, yeah. on our Facebook group. Well, we'll be and, putting all uh, of these things in our show notes. So Absolutely. Yeah. And in our, in our show notes, we'll, we'll include links and possibly even a screenshot or two just to give you an yeah. idea of what it's supposed to look like. So on that note, um, thanks for tuning in. It's always a pleasure uh, talking to you. And uh, if you loved this episode or one of our previous episodes, uh, nine episodes, eight episodes rather. They love uh, all of them. Please go to, right? <laughs> Give us a star for every episode. Give us nine yeah. stars. Yeah. <laughs> go to doubleexposure.show slash iTunes. It will take you to the iTunes section where you can actually leave a rating, but please also do include a review so we can mention you on the air, so to speak and give you credit, but also personally thank you for doing mm -hmm. so. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook at double exposure show Double exposure dot. Oh my goodness. Double exposure show no. group <laughs> on Facebook. You search for that, right? <laughs> double oh exposure dot show slash Facebook or double yes. exposure show group on Facebook. Group on Facebook. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. That's You're welcome. I was trying to say both things. See, I'm so time. into having this, having this efficient way of delivering a subject matter that I tried to say in both. Your brain just couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. It exploded. So I'm going to go clean up my brain matter off my computer. Okay. And um, I'm going to let Sophia uh, have a chat with her roofer. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Until next week.